I reckon our next guest could almost be part of our talk topic. Enduring champions? Enduring, he is. Well, the champion bit I could probably erase. No, he is a But an, an enduring figure slash character in our great game of rugby league. I'll insert Has champion. he been around 30, 40 or 50 years? I can remember him since I was a kid. Yeah. Let's ask him. Yep. Peter, Peter Zorb, good morning. Morning, guys. Dennis, 54 years, thanks. 54 years. So what age yeah, and where were you when you started, King? Uh, I left school at Kira Boys High School in Wollongong and I started my journalistic career three weeks later um, and from there moved to Goulburn on the Goulburn Evening Post. I was editor of the Moss Vale newspaper at age about oh, 20, 21. That would have been I, fun, Zorb. Um, that would have been fun. Bigger pardon? That would have been fun. Could you imagine the beat-ups would have been the paper? Fun. Right? I had an old box around me and uh, I went to the Bong Bong picnics and as I was editor, I was photographer, I was police roundsman, I was <laughs> Funny about that, council yeah. roundsman. You did I, everything, yeah. I took about 40 shots, and the only shot that came out was um, uh, the horse's head with a wreath around it, and that was a front page picture. <laughs> you have to take the lens off, King. <laughs> <laughs> the old box, apparently, you, you, oh, you, you stood over yeah. the top of it and looked down. Um, what a magic round so far this week. Yeah, what do you, what'd you um, make of it, Saul? What do you make of it? Well, I... Um, I, I'm, I'm happy they've had good weather and mm. the ground has just stood up. I wouldn't like to be the Titans and Parramatta playing the 6:25 game tonight. <laughs> I think it'll be a bit um, it'll be a bit dodgy by then, but it's sort of stood up. It's interesting that um, the NRL are going to um, really put the Magic Ground up for grabs, um, so it'll need to be at a ground that that can handle um, all of the games in three days. So. That'll be interesting too, but yeah, they've done it well there. Look, I, I think, I think the big thing to come out of um, this Magic Ground happened last night. I, I rate that win by the Dolphins over a side that I really rate in the competition. I gave them a huge rap last week. I didn't think with the players out that they had last night that the Dolphins would get anywhere near the Cronulla Sharks, but they whacked them, and they whacked them with a side that was. You know, really, when you go through the Dolphins' side, there were very few of them that you would pick ahead of mm. their opposite in the Sharks' side. But that doesn't matter to Wayne Bennett. Why, mate? Why wait? Move over, Wally. I reckon you should have company immediately. The QRL and the Queensland Government and the NRL should get started today and order a bronze statue, mate, for King Wally Lewis out the front of the Suncorp Stadium, it has to be a no-brainer. King Wally um, or Wayne Bennett? Wayne Bennett. Yeah. <laughs> Wayne Bennett. Wow. Still coaching 36 years after he started. Now, his first year was 1987, the year of the last grand final at the SCG between Canberra and Manly. And he was assistant coach or co-coach with the late, great Johnny Ferner. Good mate of yours and mine, Bulldog, uh, Johnny. And... Um, Still miss to this day very much. But that's where Bennett started. And the next year, he coached the Broncos in their first ever game in the NRL, and they whacked Manly, um, the Premiers. And it was a famous game for a lot of reasons. Can you remember, Bulldog, what happened in that game? The 1987 grand final. Kevin Ward was man of the match. It was a sticking hot day. The last game no, at the SCG. 1988. SCG. The year after. Oh, right? 88, I'm sorry. Well, that's when uh, Terry Lamb uh, clocked Ellery Hanley. 
1988, first game of the year for the Broncos against Manly. Donnie McKinnon on the field. Mm. That's right, when he watered the flowers on the field <laughs> in a scrum. 44 to 12, I think it might have been Zorb. Yeah, we're pretty good. We're well done. Okay, well, you know, Bennett, it's never going to be repeated. 36 years, 900 games. Mm. That's enough proof to put a bigger statue than Wally's got out the front. And I don't think anybody would begrudge that, even his army of critics, and he's got plenty of those, and I've been one of those over the years at some stages of his career. But how he's reinvented himself at the Dolphins is um, is beyond me. Maybe he's got a great assistant in Christian Wolf, but the style of football they are playing on Magic Weekend, Wayne Bennett has proved he's a coaching Houdini. <laughs> and that win last night, 36-16, was memorable in his great career. And you could tell... He enjoyed it. He was pretty lively in the press conference and that crooked mouth, there was a smile on it most of the way. Um, down on experience, no Jesse Bromwich, no Mark Nichols, no Sean O'Sullivan, no Bronco Lee, and they just scored six tries to three and it stunned the sellout crowd. Mm. After 10 rounds, who can believe that they're fifth alongside some of the NRL's heavyweight sides and they're fast building a terrific fan base in Brisbane and around Queensland and New South Wales. And he produced a little-known juggernaut centre last night who scored two tries on debut. And he's a big, strong thing. Formerly played rugby union. We hadn't heard a lot of him. He's been playing in the, um, in the, in the Queensland competition. And we've got to remember that the late, great Artie Beeson started his career at Redcliffe, the Dolphins, mm. as a centre before he moved to the forwards after coming to Sydney to play with Balmain. Val Taware stunned the, the Sharks with his power. And you've got to remember, he was up against two of the biggest centres in the game, in Talakai and Ramian. Wonderful debut, great win. Mm-hmm. Now, so we're going to disagree, as we often do. I've already said on this show this morning that if the Newcastle Knights were given 16 days between games and they were told pre-season that they could organise a holiday with their family, I think they should be allowed to go wherever they want to go. They shouldn't be told, you can go here, you can't go there. This is not a socialist country, as long as they get back on time and they're fit and focused. Do you agree with that criticism that Newcastle copped for having some players go to Bali? 100%. They get paid to play rugby league and... (sighs) A holiday in Bali is the worst thing that could happen to a football player. But are you angry at the players or the the club for giving them the holiday? The club. Absolutely just the club, not the players. Um, I wouldn't go if I was a Newcastle player. Um, Bali would be the last place I'd want to go in, 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 in the football season. And I don't know whether you've said it's a family holiday. Well... You know, I, I, I don't know whether the six that went um, or are still there, I don't know. Uh, I don't know whether they took their family with them, whether they're single or not. Uh, but all I know, I've only been to Bali once. I wouldn't go back. Um, I think, you know, players are risking um, illness. They're risking a lot of things by going to Bali. Um, and, and certainly it's not the sort of place that I think a footballer should be um, in the middle of a season where they're struggling. 
Um, they're, they're, they're currently on on 10 points and in 12th position, uh, equal 12th position. Um, I, you know, I, I think they should be here. And mm. I think they've been thin-skinned, coppered on the chin, and it's a mistake. And I think Gus should be um, applauded. Look, he's paid the big bucks to give his opinion. And he's been around the game a long time as a player, as a coach, as an official. Um, and, you know, he's not paid the big dollars for nothing. His value is his view counts. And on this occasion, I agree with him 100%. Fair enough. Hey, um, so Broncos now after 10 games there on 16 points. They lead the competition by two points from South Sydney on 40. And then there's a bunch of team on uh, teams on 12, um, a couple of teams on 10 points. So it's very tight below these top two. After what we've seen so far in Magic Round, are they the teams to beat this year, Broncos and Rabbits? Uh, I, the Broncos were good with Payne Huss back and, um, and, and Mann back. I thought they were pretty good, but their test's going to come um, when State of Origin starts. And it'll indeed start on Thursday when they play the Storm uh, down in Melbourne on Thursday night. So mm. I think from here on in, We'll know where the Broncos are going. I, I like them, but I don't think they're going to match um, South Sydney or Penrith or maybe a couple of other teams come uh, the um, the big end of the season. Um, I don't think uh, I don't think they've got it. Um, we'll see. They're certainly um, going very well for Kevy at the moment, but I think we're going to see a, um, a dipsy doodle for them. Uh, come state of origin. Hey, um, Sorb, you like this. Mark has texted in a Bennett statue. The mind boggles as to the pose that he would make for the statue. He well, wouldn't like it. <laughs> I think. Um, I think with a with a big um, Houdini like um, pose, that would be good because he he is a Houdini of He's a coach. Amazing. He's incredible. He is amazing coach, and 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 we'll never see it again. <laughs> it's a one off in rugby league, so. You know, let's enjoy it. Yeah. I, I, I thought he was at the top of his game last night in that press conference. He looked comfortable, and why not? Um, he looks uh, happy, mm. and he knows he's shoving it up everybody. Yep, and that team is going great guns. Hey, Zorb, in Sydney and around New South Wales, a wet, cold Sunday. But we've got three games to sit back, watch, and enjoy this afternoon. 1.50pm, West Tigers versus Dragons. Roosters, Cowboys at 4pm. 6.25pm, Titans and Eels. How do you see these three games, Zorb? Yeah, I think they're all interesting, uh, Ray, and, and, and I'll go through those in a sec. I just want to relate to South Sydney last night. I thought... The unleashing of a ground attack to sink the storm was, you know, clever coaching. Um, South showed why they are a huge chance in 2023 when they showcased the silky kicking skills of, of Cody Walker and Latrell Mitchell on the ground. Most sides go in the air, but South last night in and behind, and it was all set up beautifully. The players knew what was on. Three tries of their five, not a coincidence that, um, that those tactics worked last night. Um, to sink the Melbourne Storm. It was terrific. There's something that I'd like the league to look at in the 57th minute. I thought Latrell Mitchell went overboard when in possession of the football and what happened in a tackle by Harry Grant, who was on the ground. I was surprised that he wasn't penalised or even maybe sin-binned. Mitchell's a great, great player, Mm. but he can be tackled. And uh, I I thought the referee was... um, um, Went pretty easy on that one. Mm. Uh, great work by 
Alex Johnson, two tries in his 200th game. Boy, what a weapon he's been for uh, for South Sydney for a long, long time. Today's games, West Tigers versus the Dragons. Can, can the Tigers repeat their great win of last week? Well, it was pouring rain um, up in Bathurst for that game. And um, it'll be um, it'll be fine and um, and conditions good today. I think the Dragons are a better side than where they are on the competition, but they've obviously got some internal problems. Um, I find it a hard game to tip, but I'm going to go for the Dragons to beat the West Tigers today. I'm going for the Roosters to um, to beat a very disappointing Cowboys side. Um, the fall from where they were this time last year by the Cowboys is a um, is a huge drop. And in the last game, and I wouldn't like to be playing in this one because the conditions on the ground um, will be pretty ordinary. Um, it'll be cut up after uh, all the games we've seen this weekend so far and on Friday. Um, Titans versus Parramatta. Um, I think um, the Parramatta Eels will continue their um, their rise, steady rise up from the bottom of the table and beat the Titans um, at Suncorp to end Magic Round. Before I let you go, Zorb, a couple of SMSs from our listeners, the factors. So can you please ask Zorb if he thinks the Dolphins' performance so far is embarrassing for a number of clubs? And also from Wayne and Catherine Hill Bay, can you ask about Tommy Turbo's form? Double barrel question there for you, Zorb. Well, the Dolphins I've spoken about, I, mm. I, I think it's just amazing what Bennett's done and to see them where they are, equal with Penrith, the Sharks who they thrashed last night and the Storm and the Roosters who have a chance to go to 14 today, that's that's high company. Mm. And after, after 10 rounds, that's a fair dip into the competition, um, almost coming up to, um, to the halfway mark in the Premiership rounds. Tommy Turbo... Um, look, uh, he's nowhere near the player he, he was a couple of years ago in that freakish uh, performance, but he's he's happy with how his body is coping. Um, I think those in front of him um, need to pull their socks up and give Tom an opportunity to play behind a side that's attacking because attacking is his forte, um, and, and it's hard to attack when you don't complete your, set, mm. your sets and, and, and you're not in try-scoring positions. He's also got um, some pretty ordinary players in that back line at the moment that um, that wouldn't be there if they were at full strength. So I, I think he's going okay, but nowhere near what he was. But let's hope that um, that, that happens in, um, in the next part of the competition because mm. uh, Manly certainly need him and I think the game needs him and he's happy with where he's at. So... Um, that'll do me. That's a fair call. Hey, so appreciate it as always. Enjoy the footy this afternoon, and we'll talk next Sunday. Okay, boys. Have a good one.